Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I don't know if you're as excited as we are to get into these next eight chapters where it seems like nothing made sense, but... <laughs> this is the hardest book to get through. Mm, it's... Oh, I feel so bad because I, I was so excited. I was so excited. And it's my first introduction to the Fey world. And it came with so many good recommendations. And now I'm just like, I don't understand what the hell is even happening right now. Like, it feels like it's jumping around so much. All I want to say is whoever it was that recommended this book, I'm calling you out because no! this is, I am having no. such a hard time liking the characters. I'm having a really yeah. hard time getting into, maybe that's what it is. It's. I'm having a hard time jumping into the story because I'm having a hard time liking the characters. I hate to say it, but like, I'm not really fond of Jude. I'm not really fond of Vivi. I'm not really fond of... And Prince Cardin, I'm sure, is is the love interest in some way. I'm not fond of him either. Like, I'm not fond of anybody. Nobody. Let me tell you, one of the main characters could die Game of Thrones style, and I still would be like, uh, oh, Damn, okay. that's fucked up. <laughs> that's how i've been feeling too and it's just it has, it has not captured me i did see somebody say something on book talk where it's like oh after the first 200 pages but i'm also like it should not take me 200 pages to care about or understand the story and what's going on if it's if it's gonna take 200 pages like at that point it's like i'm not i'm not interested it it would have been a dnf for me yeah it would have been yeah if it wasn't for the podcast. I mean, it, so. it kind of was for me last night. I was like looking at it. I was like, oh, I don't know. Do I have do to I have finish, to finish yes, the chapter? You do. <laughs> so let's jump into it with... Um, chapter nine. Yeah. I think that we left off... Where was it? Her pushing... What is it? Cardian up? Against, against the tree. The, uh, against the yeah. tree. And so he was like, oh, you're going to regret that. And so... I think that they're either at home or they're on their way home. And Judas like trying to get Taryn to tell her what Cardan said. But Taryn is like the I can suffer in silence type. And you should too. And I was like, ew, girl. Yeah, bye. but like there was something that, that Taryn said that like I wrote down. So, well, Jude said it and it made sense. So like whatever Cardin, Prince Cardin told Taryn, Jude thought it was about her. Which is why she yeah. thought Tyrion like ran away crying. But from what it sounds like, it was about Tyrion. Yeah. And not Jude. And so I wrote that down and I was like, okay. That gives a little hint as to like maybe what it was that he told her. But again, like I, it's odd. Then I like I made a note and I was like, okay, why does Tyrion want Jude to reconcile with Prince Cardin so much? Like she is obsessive about it. That's why I'm like, okay, is she secretly dating someone from his friend group? Ooh! Or does he like have... Oh, wait, okay. Can we put a pin in that and talk about that later on in the chapters? Because something definitely yes. comes up yes, later. Yes, and yes. I was like, okay, okay, let's put a pin in Girl, that. Girl, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was like, what? I don't understand why she's so like whatever about this. So then we finally get to later, it's tournament time for Jude. And she's in there. She's not really like doing her best work no she's letting uh, like her team get run all over no. because you know taryn's giving her the look like fix it yeah and it turns out cardan and his crew of course are in the tournament and she's fighting against them so 
it's I think the way that they described it was almost like a capture the flag situation, but with like practice wooden swords. Yes, exactly. So the first trial that they had, because there were three rounds, she just let uh, Cardan and his crew run all over her. And then Cardan pissed her off by saying something about Taryn. And I think that relates also to why she was crying the day yeah. before. <laughs> Cardan basically called Taryn a hoe. Okay, is that what that he, means? Where he was like, oh, he, you allow yes. blah, blah, blah to green your gown or something like that? So he said he was like, oh, if I was like rolling her around in the dirt, she'd probably thank me afterwards. But not that I'd be the first person to green gown her, which means she was out in the grass fucking. Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Like she was out. She was out with somebody getting her dress dirty because she was having sex. And that's what Cardan said to her. Okay, because I have a, a note for chapter 10, because I know we're still in chapter 9 here. In chapter 10, I have a note where I was like, green gown her. Is this another phrase for slut shaming? Yeah. Because yeah, I was like, much. what does that mean? Pretty okay. much. Whether she's laying on her back or on her knees, that he's basically saying... Oh, okay, that makes so much sense. Okay. Yeah, she's getting her gown dirty. Right, okay. So... Of course, that sets Jude yeah. off. Yeah. And she starts whooping ass. And she does end up winning the tournament with her team. Now, my thing was, like, they kept building this tournament up to be, like, such a big thing for her. But when we were reading it, I didn't feel like, you know, I got the gist of why it was so important, important or what its significance was. Yeah. I guess because she wasn't participating as a knight. Maybe. Um. But still, I would have liked to have had that be a little bit more exciting. Yeah, and they also state that um, Madoc left, like, halfway through. Yeah. He didn't even he stay. He didn't even stay and watch. Yeah. The only people who stayed to watch were Vivi and Tyrion, and that was it. Yeah. So everybody else, like, well, Madoc left immediately after, or, like, midway through. But I did write, like, Jude put up a good fight, but Cardin wants his pound of flesh type of thing, because he definitely did. Mm -hmm. But then something very interesting happened at the end. So Locke came up to her and basically was like, I like what you do to Prince Cardin. I like that you're under his skin so much. And she was just like, well, what, like, Jude was obviously confused. And Locke was just kind of like, keep it up. So to me, I like sat there, I was like, okay. This is supposed to be a friend of his in his little group and stuff. Yeah. And this this dude legit came up to Jude and was like, listen, I like that you, you know, fuck with him. I like that you get under under his skin. I like that you annoy the shit out of him. And then was like, I need you to keep it up. I, I Like, I like it. And I was just like, hold I, up. I was so confused. Right, I was like, pump the brakes. I was so confused. I was like, back it up. What? And also, I was like, First of all, you have the nerve to come out here and tell me that after you let old boy grip me up. Facts. Like, y'all just gonna stand there while he grips this girl up by her hair and yanks her head? Like, I'm like, what? what is going on here? The like, abuse, yo. I think that's another thing that I don't really like about the book. The bully romance thing, it's not for mm -hmm. me. Look, okay. It's not for Here's me. Here's the thing. I like enemies to lovers. I do. Yeah. However, the enemies to lovers that I've read, there's never been an instance where the enemy has bullied the fuck out of the main character. Like, right. if we're going to talk about it, like, like for instance, um, previous ones that we've read, Shadow and Bone with the Darkling. Like, that's enemies to lovers. And yeah. there was a lot of tit for tat in there. But when I say tit for tat, I mean, like, 
like verbal jab. You know what I mean? Not a physical yeah. jab. Yeah, that's why I'm like, he's literally in here gripping, gripping her, her. And I was like choking her, throwing her in the river and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not for this. I don't. I'm not for this. <laughs> I, I'm not about this. I'm I not, not about, about being this. Physically. Somebody would have got their ass whooped. Exactly. I'm like, uh, I'm not about being physically touched like that. That's not for me. No. That's not. That's not for no. me. That's not for me. So we move on. Oh yeah. So we move on to chapter ten, and basically the tournament. What what like the first line is like the summer tournament goes by in a blur, and like Jude does well, but she does after that little fight with Cardin like was fucked up. Like she had a you know black eye. Like it was a lot. Black eye. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. She did make it out, and a lot of people, well, her sister says, like, let's get drinks or whatever. You did really well. Like, she wants to celebrate um, the fact that she was in this tournament and that, you know, even though she was immortal, she did, like, give all that she got. And she get like, she gave as much as she could. After that, she ends up home. So there's a servant there who tells, who walks over to her and tells her the prince is here. She thinks, Jude thinks, it's Prince Cardin. Because she's like, oh, okay, he came here after fucking me up in the tournament to really, like, fuck me up even more at home type of thing. Right, that's what I was expecting, too. I was like, oh, maybe this is where things will start to kind of turn around. Or get a little bit more interesting. Right, that's what I thought, too. I was like, okay, so the prince is here. Maybe he came to, like, maybe this will be what the tit for tat that I like out of enemies to lovers was going to happen. No. So essentially, she thinks it's Prince Cardin. She takes the tea. So the servant was holding tea. She takes the tea and stuff like that from the servant. And she's like, all right, I'm about to go give it to Cardin. Kick him out before Maddox comes. Like that type of situation. She gets into the room and it's not Prince Cardin. It's Prince Dane. And I wrote, I was like, oh my God, was a mistake made? Like, what the fuck? And Jude, no, it's Jude says it's just him waiting. Right, he's just waiting in there for her. Jude says that like, oh shit, does he know that Prince Cardin bullies me? Like that type of thing. Prince Dane basically he knows. He knows that Prince Cardin bullies her. There was clear indications oh, yeah. that he knows that she's being being bullied by Prince Cardin. But that's not what he's right. there to talk about. So instead, he asks her like a couple questions. He asks her like, "What do you want to be?" and things. And she's like, "You know, I want to be a knight and stuff." And he asks her like, "Does like ha- like Madoc trains her and things?" And like, "Oh, it must be." a special talent that you can lie to, right? And I was like, whoa, hold up. Immediately red flags went up the moment he said that. I was like, yeah. Mm. I was like, where are you going, going with, this? with this? Correct. I was like, oh, I'm not okay with this. But essentially, Prince Dane wants to turn Jude into a spy for him because the Fey people can't lie. And so that that's a problem when trying to get information. And I'm assuming there's other, like there's other um, species that are like, living within the fae but mortals seem to be the only ones that could really lie who can actually lie yeah and so he's like madoc doesn't take advantage of this like he doesn't use you to his disposal and she's like no Mm -hmm. that's my that's my for all intents and purposes dad dad." like yeah right so prince dane he offers her a position of being a spy for him and she takes it because she's like okay I either take this now or I don't take anything at all and like potentially never be a knight because Madoc might not even 
want to allow me to be a knight. So she is like legit, you know what? This might be my only chance. Let me go ahead and take it. Right. And she does. The only thing is that... The geese. Yes. So... Yeah. So he places that on her and it's it's a good thing. And a bad thing. it's also a bad thing. It's like a double-edged sword. Because it's like nobody else will be able to glamour her, which is great. That's what she wanted. But... He was like, no one except for me. me. Like, you have to do what I say. Like, I have control over you. And she said immediately after that, she kind of felt like, ugh, like bad. But it's like, everything comes with the sacrifice, girl. Everything. True. So yeah, so like, that's essentially the end of chapter 10. She basically gets down on one knee and is sworn in as a spy for Prince Dane. Um, So then we move into chapter 11 and... She's having dinner with her family and like it's again the most dysfunctional thing ever. I <laughs> This is the That's most the dysfunctional part. family I've ever. That's literally the funniest part about this book. Like they're tit for tat at the table and going back and forth and shit and not being able to function is just hilarious. Um I also made a n- mental note about Tyrion mm. because again Jude is trying to like get back in good with Tyrion. Mm-hmm. But Tyrion is so annoying, bro. She's so annoying. And honestly, I'd be happy to have less of her character around. She in this in this little section, it it points out, and I'm sure that this is probably like some form of foreshadowing or something, but it points out mm-hmm. that Tyrion watches Ariana and tries to copy her movements while she's like eating and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why do you why do you want to copy your stepmother? Especially because that that woman has been nothing but mean to you. So I don't understand why you feel... She's trying to fit in the best way that she knows it's how. It's really stupid. I, again, like, not my favorite character. Like Morgan said, if we had less of her character, I think I'd be happy. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Less Tyrion, more Vivi, honestly. Oh my god, yes. That's probably the only character that I'm, like, okay with. Do I like her a lot? Yeah. Not really, but I'm okay with her character. Exactly. The next day, Tyrion is like, yeah, I'm not going to classes or lectures. You go. Yeah. And, of course, I made a mental note. I was like, oh, no. That don't that don't sound good to me. And her ass should have just stayed home. Should have just stayed home because it turned into another shit show. And this was a really cringy, cringy part of the book for me. I didn't like it. I immediately, like, very much tried to fast forward through it. Like, read it as quickly yeah. as possible. Because... This bullying, like this type of bullying, mm not at all. So essentially what goes, I'm going to try to like glaze over it because it, to me, I didn't like it. So essentially what happens is Tyrion doesn't go to class, which means Jude has to go by herself. So she goes by herself and she answers a question correctly, which of course, not infuriates um, Prince Cardin and his crew, but like obviously immediately they're like, oh, okay, well now we got to fuck with you because... You're over here answering questions correctly and whatever. So then they're in, I'm assuming like science maybe or something. They're in some type of class. Um, that yeah, has they're to outside do, on the yeah. uh, the grass looking at Stro- astronomy Yeah, exactly. And, and so then what happens is like Prince Cardin is like, tells the teacher, I don't really like this. Let's change the curriculum. Let's change today's lesson. To which the teacher, instead of putting up a fight, is just kind of like, okay. I said there was like, what the fuck? Jude is annoyed at this. And then... What ends up happening is one of the three musketeers, not Locke, but one of the other ones. It was, um, what's her name? Nar- Nar- Narcissa? Narcissus? Mar- Narcissa, Narcissa, I think it is. Nar- 
Narcista or Narcista. Yeah, yeah. She comes over and, like, making fun of Jude's notes because she was writing in the dark and she couldn't see. Yes. And then Valerian, which I believe is his name, comes over and starts messing with her, too. And he shoves a piece of fey fruit into her mouth. And we already know, like, the fey fruit and drinks affect mortals differently Mm -hmm. so she was trying to get back to her basket to get some salt because i guess that was the antidote and they took her basket from her too so now she has this fey fruit and it's making her believe that everything is okay and she's pretty much in a state of glamour Mm -hmm. so even though she has the geese on her nobody can glamour her with words fruit is different the fey fey fruit yeah the fey fruit and wine it's different so they're basically telling her to do all these things they're telling her to uh take off her clothes and then she's ended up standing there in her bra and her underwear well, that and was, crawling on the ground in the dirt that was another thing like so then she she mentions that like that's not her usual undergarments um her usual undergarments are whatever the fae people wear but for today she planned she had decided to wear um mortal undergarments so that's even more embarrassing because now you're in your underwear and your bra and like then one of them, one of the three musketeers tells her, crawl to me. And like... Yeah, and lick the apple off my fingers. Exactly. And, like, and so like she... Fuck? Yeah, no. So then she ends up getting on her... She does get on her hands and knees. But Prince Cardin jumps in and is like, no, stop. At this point, I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is the hero moment. Yeah. This will be it. No, this dude kicks off one of his boots and he's like, lick my toe. And I was like. Or kiss my foot and tell me how great I I, am. I like just sat there. I was like, this is so cringeworthy. I'm not okay with this. To which. Right. Luckily, I think Locke comes in. He does. And he's like, all right, this is enough. And Cardan's like, oh, you want to be a hero now? Like you were fine with everything before. You were fine when she stripped down, but now it's too much for you. I was like, honestly, it should have been stopped before it got to that point. Why weren't the teachers doing anything? Because it was Prince Cardin. The prince can get away with a lot. That's what, that's essentially what's happening. It's just like, oh, she also mentions it was the first time that they actually bullied her around other people and to that extent. Because one, they usually bully her and Tyrion out of the eyesight of others. Yes. And two, Beleriand was shoving that apple down her throat and up her nose killed to her. the point where she was choking. Could have killed her. Like she, she could have died. Yeah. She could have died. And I was like, like this is, this is not like this is really, really cringy. And I'm not okay with any of this. No. So Locke grabs her. She's still under the spell. Cardin, when he got in front of her, actually had the salt that was in her basket and then he like disintegrated it or or did something with it where it, it disappeared so when Locke came and grabbed her he took a pin out of like his jacket or something well cardan actually yeah that's did. what i mean so cardan yeah. basically took a pin out of like his jacket or something and he pricked her finger immediately she like put her finger you know she started to bleed so she put her finger in her mouth mortal blood has iron in it which is i mean it has salt in it basically and so like that was the cure so that she would go back to normal. I wrote that down because I was like, I don't like what just happened. But I think that that was kind of his mall hero moment. Because he didn't have to. And Locke sure as hell didn't. He could have. And he didn't. And so I like sat yeah. there I was like, okay, so Prince Cardin came in. Granted, he was bullying her. Yes. Do I like it? No. But here he did. He did pluck her. Or he pricked her. So that... She would not no longer be under the spell of the fruit when Locke took her but home. But my thing is like, did he did he do that for his 
own benefit of being like, oh, I'm a good guy? Or did he do that so that the humiliation could sink in as she walked home in her underwear? Probably the latter. He probably did it so that she would, you know, she it would, it would sink in a humiliation, everything. Yes, I, I think it was the yeah. other one. So it was just like, it was... It was bad. Yeah, and I didn't like it. And Locke does end up taking her home. And this is like another moment. This is why I'm like, this book is all over the place. Because you had the thing where then Dane wants to be her spy or Dane wants her to be a spy. And then she comes in and goes back to the regular bullying. And finally Locke stands up for her. And now he's like, I want to see you again. I like you. And I'm like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a lot of shit it's going on. It's a lot of on, bouncing. And it doesn't all, it's a lot of bouncing around and it doesn't all lead to the same like, conclusion like this i feel like there's three different stories going on here yeah so Locke basically tells her like i want to see you again like he obviously is showing interest she gets home so Locke drops her off but not in front of her house she gets home and i wrote maddock is finally acting like a father yo i fuck with maddock i fuck with maddock he immediately was like tell me who did this like he was frantic the way a parent is supposed to be frantic in regards to this (laughs) He was like, I'll have the heads of your enemies on a spike in the top of the Facts. house. And she's like, oh. She was like, oh shit, I can't tell. No. Um, she was like, you're just making it worse. Unfortunately, she's like, you know, I did it to myself. Like, I saw the fruit and it looked good, so I ate it. Like, she she doesn't want to rat out Prince Cardin. And then when she says that, Oriana's like, immediately believes her. Or not immediately believes her, but swallows that excuse. And then is like, well, how foolish could you be? And blah, 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 whatever. To which I give Matt our credit. Because then yes. Maddox is like, stop trying. Like, he tells Jude, stop trying to annoy Ariana. And then he tells Ariana, don't be so gullible. Right. And I was and like. had to take him in and be like, oh, I think I know what that means. Right. And I like there. I was like, yes, yes. So then he's really upset about this. Like, he gets down on his knees and stuff. And he talks to, to Jude. And Jude still doesn't want to give up Prince Cardin and his crew. So essentially, she's just like, look, here's the solution. Teach me more strategy. Teach me, you know, how to fight better. Teach me how to do this. Um, and that'll help me to, like, stop with the bullying or, or minimize the bullying. And Maddox, yeah. you know, basically is like, okay. Like, if that's what you want, then fine. That's that's what we'll do. Also, I didn't know Maddox's skin was green. Yeah, that's weird. Reason. It's weird. But, I, I mean, it fits in with his character because it's like, he's, like, not a goblin or whatever. Whatever he is, he has, like, a... A hard, rugged exterior, but I guess he's kind of soft mm. on the inside. And then he also has like this lust for bloodshed, like he needs yeah. it. Yeah. She keeps saying that he needs to dip his cap in the blood of his enemies. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, if you don't let him go kill your your bullies real quick, let him get his bloodlust. Right. Um. So the end of chapter eleven leaves us with Jude has her first mission from Prince Dane, and so yeah. she's left with. Uh, maid's clothing and the clue is she has to find find us a secret the king won't like find treason so that's her mission and that's the end of chapter 11 we move on to chapter 12 and she's waited until like the entire household has like gone to sleep and then she's like okay now's my chance to go find this stuff that prince dane wants me to find so she ends up going to is it it's prince Balkan. Balkan. There uh, you go. Prince Balkan's the eldest prince. Estate. Yeah, it's the eldest prince, yeah. Prince Balkan. So what she says is that in Prince Balkan's estate, the humans are doped up. The maids, yes. the servants who are humans, they're basically doped up. And she easily gains access because she acts as if she's doped up on fairy fruit 
where she's like walking around and they're asking her questions and she's like, oh, but like her her answers are so outrageous or she's answering a question with a question or like something like that. And it just, it immediately seems like, okay, she's definitely like doped up on, on fairy fruit. So she gets in and she immediately, you know, starts looking around. People aren't paying attention to her because she looks like a mortal. So immediately they're like, oh, she's a servant. So like nobody thinks twice about her being there. Yeah. And she's like, this is why another reason why Dane chose mm. me. Because I can do certain things and go certain places where people wouldn't look at me twice. Right. So she ends up in a specific room and she goes to look at the closet. Or she's, you know, she's looking for stuff. And she goes to look in the closet and immediately when she goes into the closet, she recognizes the clothing that's in the closet. And she's like, fuck, I'm in Prince Cardin's room. She's like, I gotta, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And I was like, oh, that's where I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's gonna walk in. It's gonna get a little bit more juicy. Nope. But nope. She immediately is like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. It's Prince Cardin's room. But then she sits there and she's like, wait, he lives with Prince Balkan when he's the youngest. Instead of with his dad. Exactly. Instead of with the king. So she immediately is like, it's something to think about. Why is he living with Prince Balkan and not the king? Right. So then Prince Cardin does enter. No, she ends up in a different room. She ends up like in a, in a, um, like a library or something or a study, I think. Prince Cardin basically shows up with Prince Balkan. And Prince Cardin ain't shit, yo. <laughs> he ain't shit. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's he ain't not. shit. So he, Prince Balkan basically was like, pick up the sword, show me what you have, attack, blah, blah, blah. And Prince Cardin don't know shit, yo. Like he just, he, nothing, nothing. And he was trying to play it off. He's just like, oh, I don't know why we have to do this. This is so boring. Right. I don't want to do this. And then Balkan started whooping that ass like the thing that stood out to me was balkan is even more of a bully than cardin yes. one and number two balkan says something interesting to cardan about like who he is as a person i think it's on page 115 i have it marked so while he's trying to get cardan or cardan to um pretty much like fight him and show him what he's learned Balkan says to Cardin, I've tried to improve you, but you insist on wasting your talents on revels, on being drunk under the moonlight, on your thoughtless rivalries and pathetic romances. And I was like, hold up, what? I'm telling you, he's in love with you. Well, yeah, I, I know that. I know that. But I'm just like, so he likes Jude, yes, but you're a secret romantic? That's why you're so angry all the time? I think, no. To be honest, after this chapter, reading what I read... Okay, so... Before I get there, essentially what happens is like Cardin doesn't live up to Prince Balkan standards. So Prince Balkan's like, okay, well, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. You don't know how to sword fight. I'm going to have you beaten. And he basically has him beaten by a human servant. And obviously that's yeah. humiliating for Prince Cardin because like as fairy people, the fae people, you know, don't want to bow down at all to human people. And Prince Balkan has Prince Cardin get on his knees and then has him whipped or beaten or something like that by this human servant. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so like Jude makes a note and she's like, basically, however horrible Cardin might be, I now see what he might become and I'm truly afraid. Because like Prince Balkan is on a whole nother level. So like yeah. Cardin has basically taken his bullying. So Cardin is being bullied at home and he's bullying people at school in order as an, as an outlet. So that's one thing. After this chapter, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, After that chapter, I was just like, okay. 
All right, we still got some, I, some more to read here. So, like you said, to sit there and be like, oh, well, the reason he bullies Jude is because look at what he's dealing with at home. It's still, but it's not an excuse. At the same time, I'm sitting there and I'm like, no sympathy. Good. No sympathy. Like, yeah. you're treating her like shit. Like, I just, I can't, nah. Right. It's just like, well, why Why would I feel Any type of pity exactly. for you? You've tried to murder this girl twice now. Right. I'm supposed to feel bad for you because you're getting a little ass whooping? No. No. Move on to chapter 13. And she's able to get to where he needs, where she needs to go in order to meet him, to Prince Dane. And he's like, oh my God, you're a natural. Like, this is, this is going to work out so well. Yeah. Because she ends up finding um, a note in uh, Balkan's office. Yes. She tries to copy it, but it doesn't like go all the way. Yeah. But yeah, she takes that back to him and he's just like further like saluting her. Yes. That's it's actually that's, that's essentially basically. what he was looking for though. That note was what he was looking yeah. for. So he immediately like tells her, you know, he starts to like talk to her about it and stuff. And then we meet the roach. Who is a um he's a goblin, but he's also a spy of Prince Dane's. Yes. And the way they described his face was I know. So she meets the roach and Prince Dane basically tells her like, you don't, you're never going to be like compelled or glamored by somebody else, but I have to, to do that to you right now because I can't have you talking about your mission, what you just went on. So he does do that to yeah. her. Then the roach takes her and, oh, the, one of the things I was going to mention incest because that was what was mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what exact, I was a little confused, but okay, basically, what was it? Prince Balkan is planning to marry one one of the sisters. Well, no, he was the Roach was asking, "Do you think that he's gonna try to kill you and marry Elowin and they rule together?" Ah, that's what he was asking. He doesn't know for sure if that's gonna happen, but he does know that he did acquire some type of poison, yes. and he's going to try to poison Prince Dane probably at the coronation so that he can take his place or whatever. Right. One of the other important things at the end of chapter 13 was that Dane tells Jude to look into, what's it called? Myth, mythodatism? Oh mythodatism? I think it's mythodatism. Please. And, all right, we're going to put a note in, we're going to put a pin in that one too because it gets yeah. brought up later and I just sat there and I was like, Jude, you're fucking stupid. Like, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Um, another thing that was brought up in this chapter at the very end was sh- because she's a spy of Prince Dane, she is now a part of the Court of Shadows, which is yeah. essentially Prince Dane's Court of Spies. It's It was three people. Now it's four if you include Jude. Right. So that's the end of chapter 13. Move on to chapter 14. I said Jude is initiated basically into this Court of Shadows. like Yeah, basically. And then that's, that's basically it. Like she's initiated... Yeah. She doesn't get a name yet because she has to earn her name. The thing for me, for chapter 14, why'd she get home? <laughs> why'd she get home? And Locke was there waiting Because that man for was her. like, all right, but I've seen her in undies. I'm here. Like, he, he uh, was ready. He was ready. Oh, my God. When he, legit, when he said at the end of the other chapter, I'd like to see you again, my legit note was, you've already seen most of her what so else he was planning to see more and that's what it was um <laughs> no so like Locke is there and she immediately gets annoyed that he's there because she's like shit i just came back from a mission and like he's here and she didn't want him a- asking like any type of questions 
Right. And then her family now knows that she didn't go to school today. So it's like, where were you? And she's just like, fuck. But also, Locke said something mysterious to her. Like, it was weird. And then I like sat there and I was like, does he fucking know? Is he in on this? Like, what the hell? Like, what was that? So wait, what was the what was the part? What was the thing that he said that was mysterious? Um, what was it? I have to find it. Cause I I just remember being caught up, like I was being thrown in between two different stories. All right, so basically they're talking about junk, and then he's like, "You're playing the great game of kings and princes and queens and crowns, aren't you? Of course it matters. Everything matters. And like when he says you're playing a game, I'm like, what the mm. fuck does that mean, sir? Like. What are you talking about? See, I didn't even I didn't even pick up on that because I was just so confused as to why he was trying to kiss her in that moment. Like I was like, all of the timing of this, it just feels wrong. Right. It's like I barely know you. I'm sorry, but Tyrion like annoyed the fuck out of me in this chapter. Bro, she annoys the fuck out of everybody. I every was chapter. like, why is she here? Why is she here? Like, she just yeah, really so- wants to get married. She does. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. And then she's now all of a sudden she's cool with Jude again, trying to ask her like what uh, Locke said and what he was here for. But she also says all that shit. She also in like insinuates, I think, that someone will ask for her hand. She does. She does. She doesn't even insinuate it. She straight up tells Jude like, hey, I am in love. Somebody is going to ask for my hand at the coronation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jude tries to figure out like who it is. Mm-hmm. But Tyrion is like, I promised I wouldn't say. I guarantee you it's one of the people from like from Prince Cardin's crew. It is. That's what I said. It's one of the people from Prince Cardin's crew. It has to be. Because it doesn't make any sense for why she wouldn't say. Right, exactly. And why she'd be scared to tell Jude. Like they, they tell each everything. other everything. Um, but then the the yeah. chapter ends essentially with Jude being in bed and then she like um has a note that's behind her pillow. Yeah, it fell out of the book that she took from Balkan's uh palace. Yeah, so then she goes and she grabs the note and the note is legit just her name. Just her name. Multiple times. Psychopathically written. Multiple over times. Over and over and over again. In Prince Cardin's handwriting. Yeah, and it's like, it's not even like a cute no. little note like, oh, Jude, It's a, I'm gonna it's kill like you. Legit stabbing the paper with whatever he was writing it's with. It's ridiculous. Alexander was like, oh, God. I was like, what the hell is going on here? What is going on? I'm so confused. Same. So then that was the end of chapter 14. We move on to chapter 15. And Jude is at the dressmaker with Oriana and her sisters, essentially. Again, Tyrion is annoying as fuck. Jude found a dress and Tyrion was like, can I have it, please? I was like... It's more important to me than it is to you. Yes. And I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Bye. Bye. Boo. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. I throw tomatoes. I feel like this was like a filler chapter. I don't think that there was much. No, there wasn't really a lot in here. The only thing that I noted that was really important mm. was that after they were doing the dresses and stuff, Oak runs in and he's trying to play with Jude yes. sitting on her lap. And then Oriana immediately comes over and she's like, no, and takes him away. And Jude snaps. And then Jude fucking snaps. it. She snaps. She's like, why don't you ever trust me with yes. him? Why do you think I'm going to do something horrible? And Oriana's like, oh, we'll talk about this with your father. And she's like, whose father? He damn sure ain't my daddy. Yo! He ain't my daddy. And Vivian was over on the dressmaker's uh, little thing, getting her dress made, looking at her like, oh, oh, 
She's like, that's the sister. I've been trying she's to like, tell y'all this sister. the whole time. She's like, that was, that's my sister right there. And I, I like, like I've been trying to tell your asses this the whole when time. When I read that. I've been that, trying to get y'all on board, but nobody wanted to hear me. Listen, when I read that, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. Also, when Vivi looked at her like that and she was like, finally, somebody else feels what I've been <laughs> yes! feeling. When she looked at her like that, I was like, I couldn't help but think to myself, this is what Vivi wanted. Definitely. And I had this sick, twisted thought. What if Vivi asked them to, like, torture the, the sisters? Oh, no. So that they wouldn't want to be there. So that they would go back to the mortal realm with her. I mean, Vivi, um, she gets along very well with them. So that mm-hmm. definitely would could be a possibility that like she in order to get to be able to get back to the mortal realm yeah ah that fu- that's fucked up though if that's really i know uh, but okay so then something else that happens here is the mithridatism however you say it yeah so we come to find out when when prince dane mentions it he doesn't exactly say what it is yeah, he just says, look it up. Right. We come to find out what it is, is that Jude has to eat poison so that it's harder for somebody to kill her. So she's eating small amounts of poison yeah. to build up her immunity to it. So she goes back and she eats more of the fairy apple and she eats a mushroom and she eats something else. Like she eats all this shit at the same time. And I'm like, bro. You fucked up. You shouldn't, you're not supposed to be doing that. You don't have to eat them all no. at the same time. You know Even that, right? them out. <laughs> Do a weekly thing. A monthly right. thing. Like, don't be just in her room trying to OD. <laughs> I was like, oh, shawty, OD no. on fairy no. shit. Like, what? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I was just like, this is... It's Next too chapter, much. please. Too much. <laughs> so then, yeah, we move on. Oh, and then she begins her training with... um. With one of the other spies. With the ghost. With yeah, ghost, so yeah. So she begins her training with the ghost. So then that's the end of chapter 15. We move on to chapter 16. Now Jude is training while going to school and dealing with the bullying and also being on missions. This bitch is poisoning herself. And then later on in the evening or the day or however fairy world works, she is training with the court of shadows i was like bitch you doing too much right and training with madoc doing too much doing way or maddox and i was like bro you're, you're doing a lot and i don't know where this is leading whatever um but also now jude and locker are like kind of dating or seeing each other and i was like when the fuck did this happen like- right exactly <laughs> y'all are just skipping chunks and not focusing on the right shit here like i i can't and Narcissia, or Narcissia, whatever her name is, she's also jealous of that relationship because apparently her and Locke used to be a thing. I think her and Locke was, was a forced thing. I don't think that that oh, was, was voluntary. No. That's how really? I read it. I, I read it as if that was a forced thing by like maybe Prince Cardin or maybe their parents or something like that. I didn't read it as if he was willingly with her. Wow. Okay. I didn't I didn't catch that, but I was out of the book at this point, so another major thing that happens is Jude ends up in a situation where Valorant has her gripped up. And stuff. And he's like, fuck it. Like, this is the same dude that almost killed her with the damn apple. Yeah, and he tries to do it again. He tries to glamour her into jumping from the tower yes. to her death. Right. He tries to do that. Jude, at this point, is fucking fed up. 
So she actually stabs this man. She stabs this Well, dude. yeah, because he's gripping her up trying to cut off her air supply. But, and so she stabs him. What she stabbed him with wasn't long enough to puncture any vitals, but it was sharp enough to puncture. So she ends up with blood on her hands. And Tyrion is like, oh my God, like, what the fuck happened? And... Jude is like, let's just get the fuck out of here. Like, we gotta go. We gotta go. Right. But the other thing, too, was like when Cardan saw her or whatever, she points the knife at him and she's like, I'll cut you too. Mm-hmm. With the blood all over her hands. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yep. She's not playing no games. She's like, no, no, no. She's not playing no games. And then Locke comes over to walk her home. And I'm like, Locke is just like acting like his normal self. I'm like, do you not see the blood, blood on her hands, bro? Yeah. Or on her, like, on her body? Is nobody going to acknowledge that this bitch just... She got blood everywhere, guys. She got blood everywhere. So then we fast forward a little bit and her and Locke are like having a moment. Like they're they're together. They're eating stuff. They're like chilling. Yeah, he bought her home, like to his house. Um, He has no parents. Locke is an orphan. That was sad. That was sad. So basically uh, the explanation was uh, his dad was too feral for court. Or yeah, feral. feral. His, yeah. Her dad, his dad was too feral for court, and his mom basically was the mistress of the king and got pregnant. And somebody was like, "This baby can't be born," and she did. Killed her. She did. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, what? I was like, that's a lot, Locke. That's a lot." Yeah. But essentially, like the rest of this chapter is Locke telling her about like his family and expressing that he really, really likes her. Then they end up. In like a maze or something. Yeah. yeah, they end up in a maze. I would you call it like kind of, it's almost like I I guess I pictured it as kind of like one of those bonfire parties or something where like, you know, all yeah. of the high school kids are there and everybody's doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing and like Cardin was getting his freak on and shit with some chick. Bro, it was so weird. Like, <laughs> it was like a so fever weird. dream. And like It was. And like basically Locke at the end of this, like, Locke is like, fuck it. And he, like, kisses Jude in front of everybody, and Jude kisses him back. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it also said she had a little bit of fairy wine to drink. Um, she didn't drink all of it, but she had, like, a couple of sips. And I was like, oh, no. That was the last thing in the chapter. And I was like, okay. Something about to go down. Something, something bad is about yeah. to happen. Also, because of what Cardin said earlier when they were in the schoolyard and Jude was like, oh, you don't think I deserve him? Talking about Locke. And Cardin gave her like this super, super like malicious smile. I was like, oh no, I think you're perfect for each other. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I just, I don't know about I was like, this is not, no. this is not gonna end no. well. This is not gonna end well. Yeah, so like basically that's, that's the end of the chapter. Like, that was the last of chapter 16. That was the last of... Yeah, that, that was, was it. it. Any predictions? Oh, you don't have any? I do, but like, I don't know. What are your predictions? Okay, I'll, I'll go first. So my first prediction, based off of how that chapter ended, like he gave her the wine, you know, the wine could or could not go to her head. And based off of what Cardin said, I think Locke is using Jude to make his story mm. Because Locke is always talking about like, oh, I'm here for the dramatics. Mm. I'm here to like make a story. I think he's using Jude to make his story or create dramatics within the group or whatever, just because that's what he likes to do. So uh, I I was hoping it wasn't true because he seems like the only nice character in the book. But he's definitely, I think, using her and she's going to get embarrassed. 
mm. really bad. Okay. Um, I'm really suspicious about everybody in this book. Yeah. So I, even if somebody does seem nice, I think that like there's there's a uh, an agenda. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I made that like my number one. Number two, I think that Jude is gonna eventually run into Cardin while she's playing spy. Mm. Yeah, I think that's probably gonna happen. And number three, when Maddox said, you know, you're no killer, she keeps bringing that up. And clearly, after she stopped or stabbed, what's his name? Valerian? Valerian? Whatever his name is. She stabbed him. She pointed the bloody knife at Cardan and was basically like, you're next. Maybe she will kill somebody in this book. Maybe she will have her first kill. Oh, that'd be interesting. Okay. I mean, that that would make a lot of sense because then that would build up for her being an actual spy instead of just, you know, what she's doing right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, I do think Locke has an agenda. I do believe that he's not as innocent as he's portraying or out to be. And, and I do think that like, he's not just interested in Jude. I think there's, there's more mm-hmm. to it. I also think that there is going to be like some type of... Well, obviously, I mean, they're leading up to it. If if she's going to be a spy for Prince Dane and they suspect that Prince Balkan is the one that's going to um, overthrow Prince Dane or try to kill Prince Dane, I think that there's going to be some type of like revolution or like some type of like, okay, we got to o- we got to overtake this part of the crown or whatever, because we, we spoke about how it's the, the high king and then it's all of his children and then almost all of his children have courts right so like yeah. i think i think the kids are already in motion to like try to overthrow whoever it is that ends up on the uh, throne yeah so i think that's i think that's going to come into play and i think jude is going to end up playing a really big part in it unintentionally because for her to be such a natural with being a spy for prince dane i think that there's there's going to be way more to that Then I think her and Prince Cardin are going to have a moment. I think that they will. But I don't think it's a moment that like me and you would want to see. I think that they're going to have a moment that's going to be like, okay, yeah, he clearly likes her. But I feel like it's still going to be very much an enemy's like, I hate that I like you type of thing. I think this is very much going to be like, I like you, but I hate that I like you. And like, that shit doesn't attract me. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, listen, you don't know what you want. Right. I don't have time. I don't have I'm going to go play Spider for Prince Dane while you figure out your life. Um, But th- th- that's basically um, my predictions in regards to that. So. Okay. Yeah. That. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the other shoe to Same. drop in a sense. Yeah. So the next chapters that we are going to get into, we're going to read chapters 17 through 24. Yes. And then we'll discuss that on the next podcast. And hopefully there'll be a little less bullying. Right. I'm, so, I'm a, a little, little tired story. of the bullying. I'm, I'm a lot tired. Yeah. I'm a lot tired of the bullying. But as usual, thank you guys for following and for reading along with us. Um, make sure that you also follow us on social media. I have our tags this Yay! time. <laughs> um, Twitter is YA underscore at heart. Instagram is Y dot A T heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you. I, I kind of have it. I kind of have it. And then for um tiktok just ya at heart so make sure that you guys follow us make sure that you stream us 
Um, let us know your thoughts on the book so far. If you're feeling it, if you're into the bully romance thing, I won't judge you. I yeah. promise. Ashley will probably judge a you. A little bit. I, I might judge you a little bit. Right yeah. Now. Just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. But you know what? Your kink is your yeah, kink. Exactly. Okay. I can't say shit. <laughs> Um, and yeah, let us know if you have any predictions as well for where the book might go. I don't know. Same. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but with that, we'd like to say thank you guys for tuning in. We love you and stay YA at heart. Bye. Bye.